Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we have a wonderful, wonderful guest. I'm very excited. Please, do you want to do the, the honours? Welcome, Michaela! Woo-hoo! Psychologist Woo-hoo! or, okay, what's the difference between a psychologist and a psychiatrist? Psychi- I'm a clinical oh. psychologist, so psychiatrists will prescribe medication. Okay. I'm not licensed to do that, so fine. it's fine. So okay. a psychologist, would you call yourself like a therapist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and what do you... I'm so excited for this session, guys. We wanted to speak to Michaela for so long, so we're, we're really ready. Because obviously, just a bit of background about us. We said, we do drink wine, which <laughs> we did ask Michaela if she'd like to, and it's Christmas, Same. and, you know, we're filming, recording this on a Friday, so we all thought we'd have a lovely glass of wine. But basically, we answer girls and boys, sometimes, dilemmas, and they're typically about relationships or... Some friendships, friendships, body confidence, and we feel and think that's what you specialize in. Absolutely. So would you sort of like to give the audience or the listeners, I guess, a sort of debrief of what you do? So I am, as you said, I'm Dr. Michaela. I am a psychologist. I've been a psychologist for many, many years now. And I started off in the NHS and kind of, I worked with children first of all. Oh, wow. Interesting. So I started off in the NHS and then it got really busy in the NHS Mm -hmm. and and then the pandemic happened. Right. So I was like, okay, cool. So I've made it to be a clinical psychologist. I'm a doctor. That sounds great. However, I'm burnt out, stressed out, and I need some more freedom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then I left the NHS. I still feel bad about it. I've got like martyr syndrome, but left the NHS in 2020. 19? No, 2020. Yeah, so so not, I'm so just, confused with all those dates of COVID and all that yeah. stuff. I feel like I've missed a whole year. Really. Oh, 100%. You know, also, this is the first Christmas we're having without any restrictions. The first one. Oh. Because I can't remember what I did last Christmas and I realised I got, I wasn't with my family again because I was. Yeah, I wasn't uh, with mine. I just spent it with my brother alone in London. So upsetting. I decided to just do what I wanted to do, which was work with people just like me. So women struggling with anxiety, imposter syndrome, self-doubt. That was me. That still is me to a certain extent. Um, But I decided to specialise in working with women because I just feel like I can just talk to it and I just get it and relate. And it's 
definitely our ability to manage our emotions or not, mm. our ability to manage uncomfortable thoughts or not, difficult thoughts or not, really can hold us back. Yeah. And there's like a, a gap between, for a lot of us, where we are in our careers, in our life and where we want to be. And I believe that in order to bridge that gap, we have to do some internal work. Like we have totally. to do some internal work. We have to figure out what kind of thoughts we're paying attention to, what kind of emotions we're allowing us to, um, you know, allowing to take us off course, like fear and anxiety and things like that. So once we're able to manage, like really conquer difficult emotions and not pay attention to like nonsense thoughts and self-doubt, we can do anything, like anything. Right. Yeah, you have the power to do Literally it unstoppable. And I know that it's not just like, I guess it is anecdotally, theoretically as well, but I've literally done it myself. Like yeah. I did it myself and this is how I'm even here. Like it just, things are happening for me, like taking some time out just to work on me. Sounds so cliche, doesn't it? Work on yourself. Yeah. But I did that and Instagram, you know, I didn't even have a social media page. Wow. I was, I've never had a private, like a, I'm sorry, like a personal Instagram oh, really? ever. I didn't like posting pictures. I didn't yeah. like, I didn't like it. So me just deciding that I'm going to practice what I preach and do the internal work has resulted in things that I couldn't even say it was a dream. Like I didn't even wow. think about, I didn't think about doing this kind of stuff because it just did not even seem to be on the table. I did a podcast with Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child last week. Wow. Oh my God. Can you, mega fan over here. Not even that a job. Like, and then she was like, she was like, um, oh, um, Kelly follows you. I'm going to call her and tell her that I had Dr. Michaela on my show. And I'm like trying to hold it down like, I'm about to call my mum literally yeah, right, right now. <laughs> oh my God, what? that's wild. That's wild. How do you even know I exist? But again, all the thoughts that I had before that were holding me back. Yeah. And you're not good enough and the self-doubt and you're from Lucia. I'm so you can't do this. And nobody around me is doing anything much, like on this level anyway. So I just didn't even, I didn't even think it was possible. And then mm. I just thought, actually, no. I was pushed to do it, I guess, more because of the the freedom element. Because right. I wanted to get out of the NHS because mm -hmm. I didn't want to burn out and keep running myself ragged. So that kind of pushed me to put myself out there. Mm. And I decided, you know what, let me just do it. Let me just show up. Even though I'm like anxious as hell, even though I've got bubble guts and all of that stuff, I'm yes. still going to show up. Like mm -hmm. I'm taking uncomfortable emotions with me. Yeah. I'm taking the unhelpful thoughts that tell me, what are you even doing? People are going to make fun of you and laugh. I'm taking them with me too. And I'm doing what I need to do. And then. God, I have so many questions. Yeah. This oh, is that this, that's it. That's, that's got amazing. Here. I feel like I could either so use this as just a one-on-one -on -one therapy session. I know. Two-on-one -on -one therapy session. I could have really done with you in the breakup. Yeah, because I, I speak oh. to a therapist and I gave, Melissa spoke to my therapist yeah. for, just throughout her breakup. But you found it so useful, didn't it's you? It's just, I guess, get your thoughts out into the open and to, to have them, I guess, played back to you by a professional who really, like, knows how what they're dealing with. And it's one thing stuff, getting yeah. um, advice and stuff from your friends, but it just feels different when you're hearing advice from a professional, or, like, mm -hmm. just talking out with someone who you feel like you're in good, safe hands. Yeah, no, absolutely. And they're probably saying the same things, to be fair. Like, the stuff that I talk about in my sessions, like, not to play it down, that's obviously amazing, <laughs> but it's, like, common sense. Like, psychology is, it's not rocket science. Yeah. There's some theory behind it, and people, they know this evidence base and stuff like that, but really and truly, it's all the same stuff that you would tell 
Melissa, exactly. and that he would tell you. Yeah, like, yeah. It's the same stuff. It's just, as you said, sometimes you just need to hear it from, from the same source. thing from an outside source, from a different person. Yeah. Um, just so you know, okay, cool. It's, it's definitely the right thing to do. And you still probably won't do it anyway, but it's, you know, it feels it's like, like a it's, reassurance. I find it almost like an accountability thing. <clears throat> it is like a reassurance, but it's also like Absolutely. accountability and the fact you're even... And also just like everyone is, when you're younger, you think, oh my God, you've got a therapist. Whereas now it's like, oh, I wish I could have a therapist. Yeah, and, you yeah. know, I'm very lucky that I can get one, but there are loads of places like, you know, we've done um, work with BetterHelp and places, yeah. Yeah. you you know, they, there are affordable ways to do it nowadays, but I feel like everyone's got such a shifted perspective on it now. It's like, it's not just because you're like, you know, going through a really hard time or whatever it's just like everyone should have someone to because life's hard mm-hmm. oh my and goodness. our thoughts are fucking hard and nobody tells us how to deal with emotions and thoughts and then we just let them rule us and lead us into ruin bad relationships bad jobs bad friendships um and just having that space to be able to unpack what you are doing and why you are doing it yeah and if you continue this way where is it going to take you? Mm. Let's just think about that for a moment. And also, do you like that? Do you like the idea of where this is going to take yeah. you? If you continue doing the same things in the same way, around the same people with the same energy, what's five years going to look like for you? What's 10 years? If you can say, oh my God, it's going to be amazing, then great. You probably don't need a therapist. But usually people are like, this is not sustainable yeah. with how I feel, with how I think, with what's happening in my life. And I keep getting into the same situations over and over again. Something needs to be different, but it's hard to know where to even start. start. It's an overwhelming thought, that in itself. So overwhelming. Yeah, sometimes you just get in such a rut. And then you always go like, oh no, it will all be fine. And then it always gets worse and worse and worse. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What's your opinion on the stats? Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. He's done oh, this whole series with his I therapist. Saw, I've, I've and not he's watched such it. a sweet guy, the therapist. I've not watched I've it. only watched bits and bobs because my boyfriend it. was watching it and like loved it. But the therapist is actually sort of quite... He's not very by the book with it. He's like, I will actually tell you what you need to do <laughs> yeah, so, to fix the problem. Because yeah, a lot of therapists I, won't actually say anything, oh, and they'll just sort deal. of get, they'll just sort oh, of no, listen and sit back. I want someone to tell me. Exactly tell me what, what to do. do, and he goes, "If you do this, guarantee you'll be better next week." And then, but what do you mean? Not would would you say to somebody? Mm. Okay, we've got we've got dilemmas to dig into, but sorry, just, I just had to gone. cover that a little bit. If you got asked, like you know, if someone was cheating or whatever, and the woman comes in, she's like crying, crying, crying. She's like, yeah. I love him, want to go back. Would you be able to say in your profession, like, I don't think you should go back, or would you have to let her make that decision? But you can steer her to think that oh, way. Well, depends on what mood I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how much of an idiot he is. No, joking. Okay, cool. So, slash not joking. Slash not joking. A little bit joking. So, we are trained to be like a blank slate, right? Yeah. You don't want any of your own opinions and emotions to kind of impact the therapeutic relationship. It is hard, but I get it. So, So, if you're following more of a psychodynamic model, they call it, like psychoanalysis, don't need to go into the detail of it, but there's different models within psychology that do different things. So they're like, they're very much a blank slate. Mm. Um, they're the kind of psychologists that you will see on like movies and stuff where they're right. like drawing the pictures and that and person's laying down on the chair. Um, and that's very, you know, they come to their own conclusions. Right. I like to mix it up a little bit, especially when there's a safeguarding concern. Like if there's a safeguarding concern, like risk, your husband is beating you or something oh, like yeah, that. Too. And you tell oh, me right. that. 
like things where there's risk involved, then I do have to be very direct mm -hmm. in terms of like telling people the next steps to do just to make sure I'm keeping them safe. That's my first priority over sure. anything. When there are situations where cheating's difficult, relationships are very, very difficult because you can give, you know what it's like. You give your friends advice, you give people advice. They are going to do what they want to do yeah. anyway. And then they can resent you for giving them that advice exactly. in the first place. Yeah. Exactly. So in those situations, if it was like a cheating situation, I would just try and guide the person to the outcome that they think is going to be best for them in relation to all the other things we're talking about, all the things that they're trying to achieve, what relationship they want. So I would kind mm. of lay out probably some values, like what do you want from a relationship? What does it look like? Let's get really granular. Let's get really specific. And do you think you can get that in this situation? Mm-hmm. And then they can come up with their own conclusion. Yeah. If they do, okay, let's walk to a, let's uh, work towards getting that for you. Yeah. And if you don't, let's walk uh, work towards getting you out of that situation. But the decision has to come from from them. It has to come from them. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, you can't force anyone to do anything. Can no. You? Right. Well, we've got some juicy dilemmas. I don't know if you should call them juicy, but they are quite juicy, aren't they? Melissa, are you eating the first one or is that me? Yeah, I think we should just really quickly touch on the wine that we're all drinking and we're loving. Sorry, oh, yes. we got really good. We forgot. Very it's jammy. Lovely. It's very jam, Chad. It's called Profoundy. Very rich. Profound or profoundy? We try and pretend that we're like wine connoisseurs, but oh. we're, we're terrible. We don't ooh, know. Ooh, ooh. I don't know anything so about wine. It's a Grenache grape. We love a Grenache we grape. We like a Grenache grape. <laughs> is Grenache the name of a grape? Yes. Yeah, I see Grenache and I'm like, what is that? No, fucking <laughs> clear. You're like, All yeah. I know is my mum told me that it's a, normally a lovely rosé. It's a Grenache grape. Yeah. So it's always a safe oh, bet kind of thing. Okay. This is obviously a red wine and it's a Grenache grape. Lovely. Yeah, but what do they do? They take the skin off? Or they, oh, is that what it no, is? No, they keep the skin on. They I'm not sure. How do you get I look at Jay. <laughs> We sort of look around the room for, for help and everyone's looking at us like, no, no, we don't know what the hell you're talking okay, about. Okay, well, we don't know. If you want to fill us in on how you make a red wine too, uh, we should know this. I mean, we were doing this for a whole year, Melissa, longer. I've also been to so many vineyards. Have you? Oh, so hello. You're just drinking oh, the wine. Melissa. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. I've been to two or three and I've done a whole wine tasting course, but I was no, too young to take it in. I okay, was too fine. young to take it in. The wine tasting many. course, I was about 17. And all I thought about them was, woohoo, let's get drunk at but school. hold on a sec. You did Sorry? it at Can you blame me? It was You're 17 my years school. old. So obviously for New Year's resolutions, people put quite a lot of pressure on themselves. Yeah. You know, it's always like, I'm going to go ham in the gym or, you know, I'm going to be my best person yet. Or I'm going to cut out carbs and cut out sugar and cut yeah. out alcohol. Yeah. And I'm going to find yeah. the love of my life. And I'm going to, you know, there's quite a lot. I think there is a lot of pressure. Like, I'm doing it to myself right now. Yeah, By the way, guys, we are actually recording this not in the new year, but like I'm, I can feel myself doing it to myself in the new year. And we're actually doing it to each other. We're like, yeah, in I'm the doing new year. In the new I'm year. like, won't be drip. I'm like in the new year, Pilates every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what are your thoughts on people putting like on the New Year's resolutions thing in general? Like, is it generally quite positive or? Oh, it's tricky because if you're. I am all for setting goals, emotional well-being goals, though, not financial right. goals. I don't set financial goals anymore or anything like that. Like emotional well-being goals at any point doesn't have to be the new year are perfect for me. And if having a goal and having a focus motivates you to get it done, fine. But I do feel like the new year, new me pressure can stop people from actually mm. just like you said it's like all or nothing like mm. i'm gonna be this completely different person you're literally setting yourself up for failure that's why the gyms are always empty by mid-february because nobody's so full like the first of january so yeah, full. like all the regulars are like look at all these people they're gonna be gone they will be gone 
You put all this pressure on yourself, you don't achieve the goals, and then you feel bad about yourself. So I would say, for me personally, I don't, the start of new year is something fresh. So I get why people want to Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, do something differently at the start of the new year. But personally, I would, instead of doing the big build up at the beginning of the year, spread it out throughout the year. Like 2023. Yeah, doesn't always have to be in January. Doesn't always have to be. And it's mm. not going to be in January. Let's just yeah. let's just be honest. Like, it's just not going to happen. You're going to feel bad about yourself and then you're going to feel even worse. So actually spread it out throughout the year. For 2023, what do you want to be different and give yourself some grace? You know, the pressure as I said before, can make you not show up in the way that mm. you want to, can make you not do the things that you want to mm. do. So give yourself permission to not do it. And yeah. it's okay. It's a nice to have, unless there's somebody holding a gun to you. And don't let that person be yourself. But, you know, yeah. unless you actually need to do it for whatever reason, then give yourself some grace and I'm going to try and do this. And, um, you know, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. We'll troubleshoot mm. and figure out why. But um, I... As I said, I've got mixed feelings about it. I like people having a focus. People call it goals or whatever it is. I call it a compass point for me. It just knows how to helps me how to um, know how to direct my steps mm. when I've got a, a clear goal in mind. But again, I don't say it needs to be done by this point because after many years of doing New Year's resolutions and setting these tight goals because everyone else does, it doesn't work for me. As I said, I end up feeling bad. Yeah. Right. Spread it out throughout the year. Like self-improvement is great if you feel like you need to, but also do you need to change anything? Maybe you don't need to. Don't yeah. just jump on the bandwagon because everyone's setting new year, new me goals. And also, why wait for the new year? Do like, it now. Do it mm. now. What you? What? It's the whole "I'll do it tomorrow" attitude. It yeah. is. I don't. I don't necessarily. I love it. I love. Oh, Monday. But oh, well, no, Mondays. So true. Mondays. Mondays is like the yeah. the throughout the year. That's the new year. But I like to just start something now. I won't be like, oh, I'm going to... Because that avoidance is not going to change. If it's so comfortable agreed. to do, do it, it now. now. I just started Pilates. It was meant to be my new year goal. And I just thought, screw it, I'm going to start today. Love that. It's not going to be easier to start in January yeah, at, at all. Probably just start now. Yeah, exactly. And then to keep it up as well. Yeah. Like, I always say, just get the jump on the new year. So if there's anything you want to start now, don't wait for the new year. Get the jump on it now. Start now. Love that. Yeah. Get the jump on the new year. Brilliant. Anyway, dilemmas. So we're drinking lovely red and now we're going to move on to dilemmas. And okay. we're staring the most at you. Let's so see. You can Let's just see. help us with the, the advice. Yeah. I'm like really We try our best, but sometimes we do get a bit stuck and we're like, oh, we're not really sure what to tell you. Because we probably aren't giving the right advice. I probably sometimes. give quite toxic advice in many ways because like I would play the game, you know, with certain boys. And so would I. a bad boy. I'm like, oh, we'll <laughs> play, play the, the game. game back. But oh, it's probably no. not going to lead you into a good, you know. Don't put yourself you down. It might get in my way. It will probably get you a shag. Or well, it'll it get depends you... what, you, what the outcome is. Let's just see. Yeah. Exactly. Let's see what their, what their end game is. What do they want? Very true. Okay, what do you want to read the first one? Oh, it's the first one. Maybe. Yeah. All right. I'm excited. They look juicy. Okay. All right, let's go. Okay. Hey, ladies. I've been to the entire podcast and finally caught up and absolutely love it. Here's my dilemma. Sorry, it's a long one. I've always felt I haven't ever belonged. I've always felt like an outsider, even with close friends. I'm very much extrovert, introvert. So being around people drains my social battery. But I also hate being alone and suffering from FOMO. 
I recently had a serious reality check that some of my friends don't value as much as I value them. I recently got married to my wonderful husband and on my Hindu, some of the girls invited very much use it as an excuse to be on a girls holiday with other girls in the group. I ended up in tears at multiple points because they made zero effort to get involved in activities, didn't dress, barely spoke to me the whole weekend. That's horrible. This then continued to the wedding where they barely spoke to me there. I've got to the point where I will no longer fight to be a part of their lives if they don't want to be a part of mine. It's just so difficult because a lot of their partners are friends with my husband, so avoiding them will be extremely difficult and I don't want to make things awkward for my husband when he gets on with the guys. Any advice on how to deal with this situation? This has changed the way my husband views these friends, but it's not his battle and I don't want him to fight my battles when he still gets on with the group. Mm. That's horrible. That's, that's a yeah. tricky, tricky situation. That's a tricky one. It's so, it's so like, I feel sad for her. I know. I feel sad, but I can see it because mm. you go on a hen and, you know, we're going on a hen, but me and Melissa are like joint at the hip. So yeah. we're going to stay in the same room and we're going to talk loads. And, you know, it's hard to be like, actually, we should really be focusing on the bride. Yeah. So you can see, but then to follow, you know. But she said all of them. But this is so. like, this is almost sounds like they're just leaving her out and excluding her. Yeah, that's This horrible. is horrible. So, are these actually her friends? Well, that sounds like they're not they're really. Not. No, okay. surface level friends, isn't it? And it sounds like she's made the decision that she doesn't want to be friends with them. So, she's setting that boundary, which is great. Like, she's decided that they're not the you people I want to spend my time with. Already, yeah. And usually, that would it's, it's difficult to do. But when you don't have to see them again, then it's kind of easier to make that break. However, because mm. of her husband, yeah. she still has to be around them. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So... I get what she means about not pressuring the husband to kind of not talk to them as well. That's his own thing. He can decide what he wants to do. So I think that's the right decision. Let him make his own mind up. But in terms of her, I think she just needs to, if she doesn't want to be around them, then why does she need to be around them? at all i think maybe if there's a you know like for example there's a group event there's a lovely barbecue you yeah. know couples are all invited obviously he's invited she he's married to her yeah. Th- they are they as a couple are invited so he's obviously gonna go ultimately what i think will happen is he your husband will just take your side and be like hun i don't actually have to see those guys you know or maybe meet up with just the boys and that's as far as the yeah. friendship has to go best case scenario best case scenario but what if he doesn't well it sounds like almost they were your friends and he's then become friends with their oh did it i was getting it that he was friends with them and she's made friends with the girlfriend that's what i read from it oh really but maybe it doesn't maybe they've just gradually as a group made friends with this other group right it's hard because of the, the the boyfriend she's also being really like nice but not because i'd be like jamie you can't talk to <laughs> i actually know of, of, of someone and her husband's best friend they don't get on at all oh. and she's just accepted that that's the case and she's just not bothered by it she's like whatever like you go do your thing like, i'm not gonna see him i'm not gonna see like that group mm. of people if she's able to do that though i think that's that's what i would do personally same. i just wouldn't put myself in the that environment I, yeah. I consider myself a highly sensitive person which means that I definitely feed off of energy and if I have to be around them and it's going to drain my energy yeah. and I'm going to feel bad mm. I'm a grown woman why would you like, do it I'm not going to do that however it depends she's she might got have... the FOMO situation that's what she's right because she's yeah I think she should make some new friends easier yeah, said than I done agree. at this like I'm, she's married so I'm assuming she's of a certain age but easier said than done but she just needs to have people close to her that she can trust and that yeah. she likes and if these people are not it, then that's really unfortunate because they're already there and it would have been great. Mm-hmm. But long term, 
end game is it going to be sustainable her sitting there and kind of feeling awkward all the time feeling left out no if there's a couple people that she could like get with like one-on-one explain how she feels like so this is a scenario where if she has to be around them like the husband is saying i'm gonna hang around with them regardless you know do what you do figure it out if it was me i'd get a couple of them be very clear about how i feel not blaming just saying that i felt kind of like you know a bit left out i don't know if it's me but you'd really you'd actually confront them I would like I'm not all of them as a group. Yeah, just, just like pick yeah. the nicest maybe ones. Maybe the one that's yeah, your yeah. closest. Yeah, and just be like, I'm one. kind of bumming out about it to be honest, and I don't know. What yeah, to do. and if I and if they have any, if they're worth any of like of you wanting a friendship with them, they would be sit there and be like, Oh my god, I'm, I'm so, so sorry. sorry you feel yeah, that way. Exactly. And if they don't, then good riddance. Then you them. can actually say, I'm not coming out anymore. Yeah. But if she, you know, she has to be out with them, then I'll pick one or two it's and just say, idea. just be really honest with how I feel. Again. Don't no not Aggie or anything like that. Mm. Just being very very clear about how she feels when this happened. Just so that when you go there, you've got like a friendly face. You don't want to make it super awkward because you cut everybody exactly, off. Yeah. yeah, you want at least a couple people that you can be like, "Hi, you're right." Some and nice, not feel, yeah. Do you know alibi. What I mean? so almost, yeah, yeah, like a um, ally. Yes, yeah, ally. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, alibi. <laughs> what have you done? You <laughs> alibi. <laughs> she needs an alibi. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I agree. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's what we think you should take. Two of them aside, the nicest ones, probably the ones you felt closest to. Yeah. And just be really open and honest and yeah. vulnerable with them. Keep it and, 100. Yeah. Also, though, I don't think there's anything wrong with just going for dinner every now and then with the ones that you that are the nicest. Yeah, don't take the whole yeah. Don't have to take the whole group. And, and then you won't have that scenario. Sometimes I do think there can be a group of girls and they can all be so lovely. And all it does is take one sort of manipulator or mm. like one it's girl with energy alpha, that can yeah. sucks. And it can turn the whole group against each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's bizarre how mm-hmm. that happens mm-hmm. sometimes with people. And you're like, whoa, like, if you took that one person away, they would all get on the zone up yeah, like, yeah, so exactly. well. What is that when that happens? How it's does like that, an alpha, yeah. like... Energy. Well, I guess it's almost like, without saying the word, but it's like a bully who people are scared of. Yeah. yeah. So then it. they follow because they're like, I'd rather be on her side than against her. Yeah. Absolutely. Nobody wants to be left out of the group. And everyone wants approval from the person that they don't get it from. Mm. So she if they're being a bit mean and you know you don't want to be on the receiving end mm. of it then people are going to flock to her it's unless funny. they can see you it. think you grow out of that sort of thing but clearly oh, maybe no, it no, still no, happens no. yeah fascinating right on to the next dilemma hey girls i have a bit of a dilemma i went away with a guy i'm seeing this weekend and it start and i started to realize some red flags and don't know whether we can work through it or if he's just toxic and i need to call it off We've been dating for about six months. I really like him and I can see him being my boyfriend quite soon. The only thing is I've started to notice he puts me down quite a lot in the form of a joke or flirting. He makes comments about what I wear, saying stuff like I always have my boobs out and it's too much when when really I just have big boobs. Yesterday, driving home from the weekend, I was feeling so happy and then he started making little digs towards the end of the drive. I was joking around, asking what my biggest red flag is, and he responded, you're a slut. What? What? I was quite shocked and responded, what? (laughs) To which he said, yeah, you're a slut. Pardon? Sorry, this guy is horrid. Obviously, this made me feel really (laughs) shit about myself, and I went quiet and was trying not to cry. I mean, obviously, I'd be the same. That's absolutely... But I almost feel like he's joking. Like, is he drunk or something? That's very odd. I can imagine him just being a nasty piece of work and just being like, yeah, you're a slut. Like, but, but aren't what, you admitting it? Like, I can imagine him being like, do you know what I mean? 
I can imagine it being like that. But what's the evidence for this? Why is he saying this? Is this a joke? She, like, and, and also what random thing said. Like, where's that come from? Because she's got big boobs. He's obviously an insecure Yeah, he's got a lot yeah. going on. Yes, 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 yes. He noticed this and said, you know I'm just joking. Oh, okay. I do know he is joking, but I don't know why he constantly makes little digs and puts me down. I always want to, him to feel good about himself and always compliment him, but he seems to find it funny putting me down and making me feel bad about myself, and it's really started to affect my self-esteem. I know... I now just feel a bit turned off by him. I really like one side of him which is sweet and vulnerable with me, but more often than not, it's the side that puts me down and makes digs as a joke is the side I see. I need your help on what to do. Currently, I'm just airing his text because I don't want to talk to him right now as I feel upset and need space, but I know I need to address it. I also just feel a bit embarrassed to address it because it seems like I can't take a joke. Let me know if you have any advice. Thank you so much and love the podcast. We love you too. I think they got a different sense of humour then. Mm. Same. If that's if that's a joke, because it's not my sense of humour. It's, it's not funny. Not it's not funny. Also, like I get it. The first time, like new boy, new boy, you'd be like, "Hey, yeah, I'm sorry. And then the third time, you're like, "You're actually hurting my yeah, feelings." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what? And also, I've I've been in a relationship or, or dated boys who make the constant dig and they say yeah. it in a jokey way, but actually, you read the it's they are trying to dig at you. Yeah, they, they find are. you annoying yeah. or they dislike you in some way, and it is a dig. Yeah. No one calls someone a slur or makes those jokey digs. I've done it to people in the past, and I'm like, oh, it's just a joke, but I'm actually annoyed at them. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're being a dick. Yeah. So if this is what she wants from a boyfriend, then she should continue. If she wants her boyfriend to be calling out her name, calling her a slut, being mean to her. Respectful to you. Yeah, like, if she wants them to do all the things that he's been doing, keep chipping away at her self-esteem so she has to spend years building it back up again, then she doesn't really need to do anything differently. I think if she does not want that for herself, if she doesn't want to have to build up her self-esteem after she leaves, you know, after this situation, then at a minimum, she needs to set some very clear boundaries with him. Because, and this is assuming, this is being nice, this is assuming he can do things differently. Like, we're giving them the benefit of the doubt that maybe he doesn't he know. Just be innately nasty. And, I mean, it sounds like it. But, you know, just yeah. take judgment off the table a little. Let's try to. Hard. But if she does not, if she's not been clear with him, then that'll be the first step. When you yeah. say things like this, it makes me feel like this. And that's non-negotiable for me. And it shouldn't be empty threats either. Like, if you say this again, I'm going to leave. Because you're not going to leave. And then they're going to know. And then they're going to get worse. I've done all through every relationship. I'm going to break up with you. Yeah, there's no point. Because they get stronger and stronger after they realise you're just lying. lose respect for you a bit. Because you keep saying it and then you never leave. (laughs) Yeah. And also for yourself as well. Because you need to trust yourself that you can set boundaries to look after yourself Mm. and keep those boundaries. So if she hasn't set very clear boundaries with him, then she needs to do that. If she has done it and he's still doing it, then again, what's your end game? Is this yeah. what you want? Is this what you want to continue with? And why do you think you can't do better than this? Like, mm. if he's, she said that he, she likes that he's sweet, he's vulnerable. Great. He's not the only sweet, vulnerable man No, in I was going to say, yeah. Like, let's get... And he s- doesn't sound that vulnerable to me. He don't... It, there's he something going on. There's definitely something I'm going me. on. So if she wants sweet, vulnerable, and someone that's kind to her, then she should go towards and see if she can find that. But again, yeah. you're in these situations, it chips away at your self-esteem, and then you feel like you can't. Mm. So it's a... Yes, you're so right. You feel like you yeah. can't leave and you feel like you're almost never going to get anyone better. And yeah, exactly. Nothing about them. It's exactly. weird how that happens and it can happen very quickly to somebody as well, I think. Yep, absolutely. Right. Am I that was excellent advice. <laughs> oh, I am going to take so much of this on board for Future Dilemmas. Good. <laughs> also, just the way you word it, 
It's just so lovely. Yes, oh, I know. It I makes know. you feel like it's not scary. Like the word you saying, so pr- that's just a non-negotiable for me. Like, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? That's just the best thing ever to say. Right, okay. We've got one more dilemma. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey girls, here's my heartbreak. I've been seeing a guy since last August. We met on Tinder and it was amazing. Around Feb this year, he freaked out as when we had met, he'd only just got out of a 10-year relationship three weeks before our Tinder date, which I knew when we met. But anyway, I'd fallen head over heels and was so in love. Two weeks ago, he said he was going back home, which is in Scarborough. We both live in Leeds area. The Friday night, I messaged house home blah 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 and he said just sat drinking my dad sorry babe didn't text fine he can be like that boys can something didn't sit right i looked at his instagram and he had followed this insta who had 12k followers she then followed him back so i watch her story and she's on a drunken plane to barcelona i hear a northern boy and thought "Mm, is this him now don't be silly (gasps) i message him and he tells me he's spending his saturday with his mates and about to head out then quiet which is unlike him as i usually get drunk and miss you babe how's your night or a good night text i wake up the anxiety is killing me so i call him and it's an an international dial tone (gasps) the phone then cuts off and i get a message morning princess i said what's wrong he said nothing cut a long story short i sent a few insecure texts and said i'm heading to him as your plans and it was weird for me to get to his before him and i had got key i get to his and at this point i'm losing my mind his car is there I message him, I'm at yours, and then I get, I can't see you today, I'm in Manchester, text me. (gasps) Text blocked, fuck this, I'm going in. He's not there, so I search his house, my stuff is hidden, a picture of us is in the drawer, (gasps) my toilet bag under his bed. (gasps) I get on the phone to the girl, saying he's defo with her, but they're like, calm down, you're being mad. Well, I message him, saying I'm not at yours and I'm not leaving. He then unblocks me and replies, are you still at mine? I said, yeah, and he said... I went on a date Friday night, got drunk. We went to Manchester and flew out to Barcelona. I was fucking right. I feel everyone in as he's on his way back. Bottle of rosé down and wait for him to walk in. (gasps) He (laughs) bottle of rosé down. He explains it all, says he thinks he likes her. He's been unsure about our future and he has been on Tinder for a few months. That was apparently his only date that they didn't sleep together and she just... As she got in a mood with him, we talk calmly, but he at one point tries to kiss me, so I get my stuff and leave good i'm hurting because i saw my future with him i'm two weeks in yes getting stronger but my god it physically hurts and the worst part is i made i'd been made redundant two weeks before this so i was in a bad place as it was please give me advice as i've been through it before as 
advice. I've been through it before. I'm 34, but there's pain I've never felt before. Okay, what a story. Oh my what God. a story. No, so no, no. Not, guys, not calling in it to not an, an you like, you motherfucker. Oh my God, his cup was blown. I'm about to meet them in Barcelona, to be fair. Like, oh, I'm jumping I would on the be, plane. I'd be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're, we're all doing this. Every hotel being like, How long have yeah. they been together? I just want to come. Two mm. weeks. That's what I thought. Oh, but. they've been together two weeks. Or they've been broken up two weeks. Since We've been dating for six months. Oh, wait. Since last August. Right, so you're, I mean, you're over it, yeah. No, wow. No, 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 no. Wow. That's wow. a shame. No, that's really a shame and that's not nice. That's I mean, cheating. Sorry, this is Wait, this so is he just instead of dump dumping her if he didn't think that he just decides to go on Tinder. And then Why is he doing that? That is traumatizing. Like that is literally your traumatizing. Trust your trust is gone. Like unless you okay, cool. So depending on funds, I would get a therapist if she doesn't have one already. Just yeah. so that this doesn't stick with her yeah. like if she can have professional support to get and i'm not even being dramatic like if she can have professional support to get through this then that'll be great because also when things like this happen not to take it too deep but this abandonment this rejection this ghosting can really trigger people's like childhood wounds so like if you've had experiences of being abandoned by parents or and caregivers and you no, sorts of things do you? you don't remember you don't remember how bad it feels at the time and people don't know other like people's history, so you don't. He he's like, oh, I'm just doing whatever I'm doing, and she'll get over it. Like, how does he know that? Like, he could be triggering some serious stuff in her, and that might be why it hurts so much today. Because it's not just about what he's doing right mm. now; it's about all the memories that's come back and all the feelings that she had when maybe it was like even in a friendship. You know, and you've got like a three friendship, yeah. and then there's always one person that's left out for mm. a bit, and that felt bad when you were seven, and you've never forgotten it. So now that oh you come, oh my god, fascinating! That's why. Oh yeah. <laughs> God, it's honestly crazy. It's all down to childhood, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Oh, I feel so cringy and um, cliche saying that, but it really is. Like, it when really you, is. When you, sorry, I feel like that. So what's the best advice to get a professional help? Uh, okay, so get professional support, I would say, if she can. But, you know, that's a luxury for some people. Double down on the self-care. If it's just her, she needs to, again, cliche, focus on herself. She needs right. to double down on self-care. And I don't just mean like the bubble baths and the wine, although that's good. I mean the the journaling, the writing out how she feels, the naming her emotions, the speaking about it as well to her friends. So do, when you say journaling, do you mean just like literally pouring out your heart? Just pour out your heart. Yeah. Some people have like journal prompts, like literally just write whatever comes to mind, yeah. like just write it and get it out. Hopefully that will, st and again, we need to think about her end game because it sounds like she's mm. like, I it don't know. Like she's she's tempted to go back. Oh gosh. It, but it doesn't sound like he wants her back. He's we now tried to kiss he quite likes the other girl, but then tried to kiss her. And I hope the other girl can hear that as well. Other girl, he tried to kiss the other yeah. girl, just so you know. Every girl, this guy, if he ever tries to take you to Barcelona, red flag. Red flag, don't don't do it. Please don't do oh, I it. I wish we could out him. Your face, you're so serious about this. <laughs> yeah, that's really upsetting. I do think you're right, speaking to your friends also. I know that sounds like such a simple thing, but my yeah. God, is it tran it transforms like your thoughts. Literally. A problem shared is a problem. problem not. It and is. that is literally the truest thing. That's but, why I say know. it's not rocket science. Psychology yeah. is not rocket science. It's yeah. just, um, you know, speaking about it, don't hold it in, do nice things for yourself. It's Christmas, which is going to be more difficult, but you just surround yourself. I think so, because everyone's all That's like... the coughing season and all of this. Yeah, and people are going to be out We actually wanted to talk to you about that, because I feel like, mm. even though we haven't got dilemmas, 
about this specifically, we get dilemmas constantly about this. And obviously, like, Christmas is cuffing season, you know, people are all in relationships. I know yeah. a lot of people find it hard to be single and sort of alone at this time. Yeah. Because even if, you know, lots of people don't have, you know, the perfect family or whatever, what would sort of your advice be to those people who are finding Christmas quite a lonely time? Um, I would think about, if you knew that you were never going to be in a relationship, never going to get married, what would you do? Like, if you knew that that was not on the cards for you, how would you live your life? Because, you know, being in a relationship is like one version I'd of life, right? You get a dog. You yeah. get a dog. All the things. And I've done this Even myself as well years back. Like, you I had... just need a friend. Literally, what would you do? I'd just like... latch onto one of my friends with all my might. <laughs> I'd just be in the middle of your and Jamie's relationship. Melissa would I mean, literally... I am anyway. But That's I... pretty much what you did when you broke up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Would you not like going? Like, I don't care else? if I'm not welcome. Well, you I'm could go traveling. Over. You could go traveling. Yeah, like, do, you could write a book. You know, you could do all those things that you want to do. Be selfish That's and do change a narrative. But some people don't like being alone. Like, I don't like being. I can't like being alone. But I also hate being alone. But then there is other humans on the planet that don't yeah. have to be in a relationship with, like your friends. Like the, it's such an enormous pillar in your life. Your purpose and your friends, right? Absolutely. Yeah, like we're told, okay, so as humans, we want to be in a relationship, like it's romantic relationship. We love it. Down to, it's our yeah, human it's nature. Instinct, human instinct. nature. That's, That's how we continue the, the human species, right? Yeah. However, especially as women as well, like, you know, we can do a lot more other things and like mm. get married. And have, we are multitaskers. And some people are, especially I've seen this year and speaking to women from all over the world, the narrative is changing about being mm. single. Like it's chosen. Like it's it's okay. I could be in a relationship if I wanted to, but I'm not. So what am I going to do with this time? I'm going to do all the things that I wouldn't be able to do. So I'm going to stay out until whatever time, or I'm going to write a book, or I'm going to stay in my pajamas all day, or I'm going to go on holiday for six months and not have mm. to talk to anybody. Whatever it is, like reframe it. This is not a punishment. This is not oh, a no, punishment. No, yeah. This is free time. It's just freedom. Whatever. It's it's freedom. Yeah. It's freedom. So enjoy that freedom and be Change around your friends. Change the narrative. Change Love the narrative. Whatever, whatever you want to believe about your situation. If Will you want to believe that your situation is amazing and it's great that you've got this time to focus on yourself and to, without anybody telling you what to do or having to hold anybody else in mind, then focus on that. Like what? That's why I said find out if you knew that you was never going to be in a relationship but you still was going to live an amazing life, what would you be doing? Mm. Write that down, like write it down and then make yeah. steps towards it. So you're still living your life for you. If somebody comes along, great, we can share it exactly. together. But I'm listen, this life is still happening. What a lovely, lovely You just got to trust and embrace the process. Trust yourself. Trust yourself. Trust yourself. It's all about self-love. You've just got yeah. to start it. loving yourself. Absolutely. What would be sort of your top tips on just getting to people who just are really struggling with self-love and, and self-esteem self and all those sorts of things. Focus on the thoughts that tell you that you are good enough. Like we have thousands and thousands of thoughts every day and some of them are going to be positive, some of them are going to be negative, yeah. but some of us like to pay more attention to the negative thoughts, right. the thoughts that tell us we're not good enough or that we can't do this thing or that nobody likes us or we'll never find anyone Sometimes because it's safer to focus on those thoughts, we feel like we're doing something we can problem solve and nobody will catch us off guard yeah. um, or life won't catch us off guard because I've already thought about all the bad things. Right, right exactly. Um, but that doesn't make us feel good. It doesn't. We're not solving any problems. Yeah. We're just hating ourselves even more. 
So mm-hmm. allow yourself to focus on some of the positives about yourself. You don't need to go in extreme and be like, I am Beyonce and all of this. Like, <laughs> I love affirmations, but sometimes they're a bit extreme, right? Yeah, like, yeah. They're hard to believe. Just, just a neutral thing, something that you want to believe about yourself, something that is not, I am worthless and give your attention to that and keep giving your attention to that. That's the first part. The second part is making sure that your behavior, and you could even skip the first part to be fair, if you want to really build up your self-esteem quickly, make sure that your behavior is not in line with the negative thoughts that you have about yourself because you will create a world that you do not want to live in. So if you feel like I am, um, I'm not good enough, I'm not attractive, nobody's going to like me, your behavior is going to reflect that. Your oh, behavior wow. is going to reflect that and you're going to create the situation that you don't want. You're going to attract the guy that doesn't respect you because you don't mm. respect yourself and you're giving out low-key energy yeah. that shows that mm. person it's that- It's all about energy all about energy like little like little facial it's so like minute little facial expressions the way you sit all of these things kind of communicate remember body uh, body language is eight percent of communication Mm -hmm. so if internally you're feeling like you're a worthless piece of whatever you might think it's not coming out but it's gonna come out people are gonna see that and people are gonna respond to you based on how you feel about yourself yeah and that's a situation you're gonna create and then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy Another thing is that you might not go for things. So back to the top of the conversation, you know, when I first came here, we were talking about um, the gap between where we want to be and where we are currently. I believe that gap will be filled or that that bridge will be created when we learn to align ourselves with positive thoughts about ourselves, the thoughts that can tell us to do it. Because if we keep telling ourselves we can't do it and we're not going to make it and we're going to fail and there's no point because I'm not good, good as that person, our behavior is going to reflect that. We're not going to want to do it. Right. So we're not going to do it. So then we don't have the evidence that we can do it. And that same negative thought stays in our minds. Yeah. If we want to chip away at those negative thoughts, we need to change the behavior. Yeah. Regardless of what our thoughts are telling us. To be like, whoa, I didn't actually know you're wrong. I managed to exactly. do that. And that's how you break them. Exactly. And even if it's like, oh, so what? Like thoughts, thank you. You're trying to overprotect me. Maybe yeah. thank you, whatever it is. But I've got a clear idea about what my end game, I'm so big on end games, like anything I'm doing, like why am I doing this? Like mm. what's the what's the benefit of it? If something is in line with my end game, in line with my values, then regardless of what my thoughts tell me, because my thoughts are negative sometimes too, a lot yeah. of the times, regardless of what my thoughts tell me and what I want to do, what my instincts tell me, like avoid or don't bother or whatever it is, I'm still going to do it regardless. And then the more that I do that, the more confidence I build because I'm yeah. like, oh, I did it that time and that time and that time. So if you're struggling with self-esteem and not feeling good about yourself, pay attention to the thoughts that are going to get you to where you want to be. Pay attention to the thoughts that tell you can do it and make sure that you're showing up for yourself, showing up in line with the version of yourself that you want to be, not in line with the version of yourself that you're trying to escape from. That makes yes. Sense? Yeah. I think that was amazing. I deserved a clap. So I was like <laughs> soaking it all in. It was like a, not off the. I didn't even know a thing, but it was just a clap. No, that was amazing. And um, thank you just, so much. Thank you so us. much thank for coming you, on today. Me. It's been such a pleasure. And we're so grateful for you coming on. And I think everyone listening will be. It was so insightful for us. Like, so I, I zoned out. I know. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, wow. Is there um, like tips and tricks that you have on your Instagram and stuff like that that our listeners yeah. can go and like look at? And yeah. Even little quotes that people read, totally. like things like that will really help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could you share your, say your Instagram? And we'll obviously put it in the link for you guys to check it out. Yeah. But sure. Your Instagram. It's, it's at my easy therapy. 
Okay, yeah. guys. Easy, yeah. easy. Keep it light. Keep it light. So we'll put that in the link and we'll obviously share it on the day for you guys if you want to go and check it out and follow. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. Before for we go, we've got to rate the wine. Oh, yeah. oh. what we I rate really it? enjoyed this. I finished my glass. But I can't keep I keep giving everything like a 7.5 I know. Away, and it's go so sh- boring. I know. I feel like we can't rate it anymore. I'm because mm. right, because it's Christmas, I'm gonna be drinking loads of red wine. I'm gonna give it six. I know that's harsh. I wasn't mad about it, but I feel quite hungover today, so I had mm. a hair with the dog situation going on. I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten because <laughs> Because it's wine and it's Friday and it's the afternoon and I'm in a good mood. We deserve (laughs) deserve it. We deserve it. Lovely, lovely (laughs) stuff. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Love you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.